Don't turn your back on me. <laughs> Welcome back to Should You Watch This with the Popcorn Priest, the weekly podcast where movie enthusiasts, ex-movie theater projectionists, new and old friends take the time to talk about a movie that we just watched and answer that very question, should or shouldn't you watch this? 11th movie of a 12-movie review series of our alien and predator extravagans. Join us for part two of our deep dive and review of AVP from 2004. It's our planet. It's their war. But with our bodies. <laughs> True. Seven days ago, one of my satellites over Antarctica discovered a pyramid. Where exactly on the ice is this? It's not on the ice. It's 2,000 feet under it. This is better than the one last week for sure. Correct. I always make history. I should split these. Oh my God. Whoever <laughs> built this pyramid believed in ritual sacrifice. Did you hear that? This is a great trailer, dude. What was that thing? What's going on? Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! What did you say this room was called? Oh. Sacrificial chamber. <laughs> he says it like all sad. It was the sacrificial oh, sorry, chamber. Sorry, sorry. This whole thing was a trap. They're not hunting us. We're in the middle of a war. They're using us as bait. <laughs> They're using us as bait. You ugly son of a... This is the best. <laughs> It's free. And then the, the epic music at the Dude, end. Dude, Carmina Burana. Come on. All right, that's enough. How long is that trailer? <laughs> it still goes. It's still going. This is the best sound effects of any trailer ever. I mean, they should get an Oscar for trailer editing. Whoosh. The sound effects were so great. That was awesome. Well, let's get right into it. It was hard last week, dude. Popcorn. The whole thing is a spoiler. Trivia. Let me tell you something, Pandeo. All right. I only got a few trivia points because I sprinkle what? I sprinkle a lot of other stuff okay. in there. So okay. there's there's some beefs. Some good puzzles and some great redemption. So I've tried to layer the, everything in okay. nicely. I trust you. The Alien Queen was the most sophisticated animatronic ever built at the time. It had twice as many moving parts as the T-Rex from Jurassic Park from 1993. Wow. Which is amazing. And dude, you even commented and like paused the show because it was so awesome. I mean, the... The seamless transition from the animatronic queen to the CG queen was amazing for 2004 because there's a lot of CG yeah. shots that are garbage in this. 
and a lot that are unbelievably good. This may have had the biggest gap between the yes. worst shot and the best shots I've ever seen. Agreed. Because the end where she's running away from the queen yes. was amazing. 10 it's of 10. very good. But then when she jumped that gap and is grabbing onto those, those stones, stones, it's a fucking one of ten. It's like it's the dumbest. You so. can't grab like physics can't allow you to grab. It's like a, a foot <laughs> fallen, and she's like using it to pull herself yeah. up. That was terrible. So yeah, weird. well, and this we mentioned it last week. The slow mo when he slices that face hugger in half was amazing. Oh my gosh, there's amazing, some really great CG stuff and practical effects for sure. Yeah. And speaking of the animatronic queen, was driven by a motion control rig, which could save her mo movements digitally. What does that mean? So if the queen made a nice looking move in rehearsals, the move could be replayed precisely in front of the camera. What? what? Okay, okay, wait. So Genius. someone is controlling it. And all of the controls are being recorded. So if that the handler happens to do something really smooth, they can just make it do that again. Or something amazing or however. They just have like cool. a file and That's they just cool. replay all of the movements. I've never thought of that. That makes complete sense. That's awesome. I mean, you think about the guys who are doing this. You, you know this guy's like, man, if there was a way that I couldn't have to do, like <laughs> the director's telling me, do that snarl again with the teeth and then whip it, whip it around and hit this mark that you did five Every minutes ago. Every time. He's probably, I bet he spent hours and hours figuring yeah. it out. And it's like amazing. Yeah. Great cool. work. Very cool. The Antarctic Xenomorph Queen appears to be much larger than any other queen seen in the movies. And that's correct. It's She was giant. She's giants. Giants? She's the giants. Even outside, <laughs> outsizing the first, it's called Acheron? The Acheron Queen? In why would, why what are these neck That's from Aliens? Are they calling him a... I don't know. The queen from Aliens in 1986. This is most likely due to the fact that she is believed to be centuries old and has been used in many yanta or predator initiation hunts. Because of this, it can be said that queens grow in size the older they are. It cannot be said. That no, cannot be said, dude. <laughs> that... It's then so you'd stupid. be drawing the weirdest conclusions from all the disparities, dude. Come I mean, on. These are just rabid fans who are like, hey, there's going to be a way that we can make sure, because she's really big. It can be said that some predators grow and shrink in size, because in the predators, they were only 6'6", <laughs> six, six, yeah. but in the other ones, they They're were 7'2". Seven, 7'1". Seven seven like, come on. It can be said... I'm going to use that a lot. Yeah, that's a great line. It can, it can be, be said that I am very, very handsome. <laughs> it can be said. It can be said that I have a full head of hair. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, that leads us to right into. Where's the beef? Hey, where's the beef? I have some great beefs. Okay. I have a beef with you. Oh, nice. <laughs> Let's hear it. I've saved this since last week. And I, I was like made a note to remind you, so I'm just okay. going to interrupt. Okay. We didn't have any alternate scripts. Mm -mm. We had none. Is that because this was ad-libbed? No, because <laughs> that would only appear if it's spoiler-free in part one. Oh, wait, are you saying that there are some? I think we will have 
Not exactly, but there's okay. some there's some ideas of some script al- okay. alternate. It's script my favorite. Ideas. It's the only reason I come on your stupid ass podcast. <laughs> Hey, jeez. Where's the beef? Hey, where's the beef? JK. Okay, okay, sorry. Guillermo del Toro was offered the director's chair, but opted to make Hellboy 2004 instead. That is not a beef. I wish he, is the beef that he couldn't do both? Yeah, I would, I would have, I I don't want him not to make Hellboy because Hellboy is amazing. It's better than this movie. But imagine Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. Dude, last week it was like archaeology. I don't know. He had a friend die and gave it you googly. I'm trying. (laughs) (laughs) I've been drinking liquid death. This is (laughs) no way a paid promotion. Maybe it's causing my tongue to get nice and swole. You need to murder your phonetic problems, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, so my beef it, is did that... Did you say it made your tongue get swole? <laughs> I'm just saying that I feel like it would have been rad would have to been see a movie that he made, because I think it would have been very... It would have been darker. It would have been not in like the lighting, but a darker movie and more yeah. like more creature thing like just i think if i'm if i have beef with your beef it's just that (laughs) i don't know if you want him directing a dessert film like this there's a lot of care that he puts into that and not just in the sets and the the costumes but the stories are slower and more but fantastical let's say the the universe would still give us hellboy after this because he wasn't the guillermo del toro that we know now He's, yeah. he's before. So we, we could have got yeah. an alien No, movie I want to see him. him direct an alien or predator movie for sure. Or both. Yeah. It's, it's fine with me. Another beef. Jerry Goldsmith and Alan Silvestri were planning to team up for the film's score. But Goldsmith's battle with cancer and eventual death prevented the pairing from occurring. As if we need a bigger beef with cancer. I mean, my beef is with cancer, and then my also beef is that we didn't get to hear these genius score writers coming together. I am a big music person. It like affects me really deeply, dude. I think it could have it could have lifted this movie more than you would expect. A score having the right music could have made this movie. even way i mean significantly better yeah because the predator theme is very cool the the sound was a big the some of the effects were cool but they weren't used in unique or cool ways someone with more creativity could have lifted the movie a lot yeah we didn't get near enough of that like if we had this in there a little bit more when he when they're fighting it's like the opposite of predator 2 which did utilize all of this super well correct and made it watchable and predators yes they they sprinkled this in too which was very good yeah i agree that's 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 why i brought this beef up because that's a good one here's a here's a crazy one simon pegg a big fan of both the Alien and Predator franchises was well known to have disliked this crossover and made a quip about the film's tagline, whoever won, we left. All right, Simon Pegg. My beef is that you be- are beefing with this movie. I'm really surprised. I love Simon Pegg. I do too. I was. I thought you were going to say that he was supposed to play the role <laughs> of the Irish guy. Of the Irish guy, and I was like, "Dang, that would have been sick." That would have been very. But cool. yeah, that's a legit beef, man. I think yeah, he's. I mean, it's. 
I, what, I, I, what do you I, expect out of this kind of fucking movie? Yeah, the frame of, your frame of re- mind has to be a little altered just to, to accept this film. It's not supposed to be yeah. Schindler's List. Who's going into this being like, this better be really good. Like, yeah, I want, a, I want a 10 of 10 Oscar winning film. Yeah. No. I, what is unforgivable to me in a film like this is too much plot, too much character development. Too much of the stuff that you don't give a shit. I don't care about. Yeah, it's Everyone's going to die. It's an hour and a half. It's an hour and a half. Get to the fighting. Yeah. Simon Pegg, beef. Yeah, bro. You need to come on the pod to redeem yourself. That's an invitation. Yeah. I, I'm my, just going to go my, to the Winchester yes. and wait for this all to blow over. Exactly. My my phone is uh, on not on silent for you. <laughs> my last beef, the film is simultaneously both the last Alien and Predator film to be released on the VHS format. It is also what? the first Alien and Predator film to be released on the newly introduced Blu-ray format in 2007. Whoa. I don't know why I put that in a beef. It seems like I should <laughs> put it in a... <laughs> yeah, what's your... Are you, why are you so upset about that, Chris? I don't know. That seems very cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's an. In, that's like should be maybe like by the numbers... Nah, yeah, maybe. I, I just really, I don't know why I would think that was a beef. Yeah, I'm not really sure why that's a beef. Uh, maybe <laughs> maybe because I thought that maybe there should be a 4K version of this. I, I, I can't think of a reason why, but that's kind of interesting that it was also, it was on VHS and it was introduced. That could have gone in week one. Correct. That's a cool, that's really cool though. Yeah. That's all the beefs I have. What beefs do you have with this movie, Dr. Dare? I, you know, you'd think I'd have a lot. I'm really critical usually, but this is so far in the series. I just truly don't understand why. So how did it get a 23 or whatever percent? I guess maybe my beef is with fans like stick with the franchise guys. Mm-hmm. The expectations can't be this high. If you're going to be a dick like this, we're not going to get any more. Yeah. Don't be. Uh, that it brings me to all the people who who basically willed the the new Star Wars franchise, like the three new movies, and then they're just a cluster. And then when they when they the directors give them what they want, they crap on it as well. Like the, in the Last like, Jedi, it's yeah, so amazing. You're and, gonna shit on the first one, and then you're gonna shit on the second one, Rian's one, like. Yeah, that's the most Star Wars of of all three. Yeah, I think people. his name's Ryan, but thanks, Popcorn Priest. Is it really Ryan? Ryan? It's Ryan. Ryan but you with call an him I Ryan. A N. I, I think Isn't that's it cool. R I A N. It is. It's Ryan Johnson. Oh my gosh, that's like a a Utah name, dude. <laughs> Brandon well, with a Y. Yeah, I I don't get why people can. Yeah, it's just, I, seriously, the ratings are so poor. I this is maybe my biggest gap where i just completely disagree with everyone yeah go give your money to the things that you like the most and you'll probably get more of those things yeah Yeah. and if you didn't like this and you don't really like the franchise who gives a shit about all the things you're complaining about yeah we don't want to hear about it lame a sphincter says what what Hmm? a sphincter says what what huh what exactly exactly (laughs) Popcorn puzzles. When Ridley Scott and James Cameron, directors of Alien and Aliens, respectively, heard of this crossover, they both disliked the idea, dismissing it as a franchise milker. 
When Scott was asked about his opinion of the finished film in 2007, he jokingly stated that he had to be careful not to damage his very nice relationship with 20th Century Fox, but implied that Fox was aware of his negative feelings for it. He admitted in 2012 that he never worked up the nerve to watch the movie, but later called it a daft idea that brought down the franchise. Cameron, on the other hand, admitted that he enjoyed it despite its initial reservations. Yes. And placed it third on his favorite of the yes! Alien movies. Yes. I was like, Cameron's not that dumb. I mean, I'm, I hate Cameron in a lot of ways, and he's starting it. That makes me feel better. When we talked about his, a lot of his comments about Terminator 2, mm-hmm. I loved him more. Mm-hmm. And now I love him. I think I defended him in, in our, our Alien 2, where it's when you're this rich. You get to be a dick when you have when not not rich when you've reached this level the pinnacle of success you can be a dick on set but to be this realistic about a movie is really cool this is why he's the goat yeah or a goat yeah yeah I, I mean my puzzle is with Ridley Scott just you know dissing it so much and I mean he literally I don't know if it was his intention but he literally wrote everything about his movies to discredit anything that was in here. Like yeah. stuff with, uh, not Adam. What's his name? The guy, the, the a- Android guy that's basically creates the alien. Oh, um, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Da- David. David. <laughs> it's not Doug, but I was close. I love, I'm going to start calling him Doug. When Doug created the alien, it says, I just don't understand why he's such a, it's just like, man. You know what? Make more fucking movies, dude. Do more. We need. Flesh we need it out the, yourself. We need the last one. Yeah. If you're, we love this. If you're not going to make more movies, then fuck you. I'm going to continue <laughs> watching movies. I don't care if you made them or not. You don't get to have an opinion if you don't put your freaking dick on the block. If you're not going to do it, then shut up. I mean, Ridley, you heard it here from yeah. Dr. Dare. Fight me, dude. <laughs> Fight me. Here's another puzzle. And I this is kind of tongue-in-cheek. This was not screened for critics. <laughs> dude, this, oh, that's a weird this, puzzle. Is, this is better than that. The way, the way that she formed a relationship with the Predator. You ever seen that in any of the Predator movies? It's great. None. We wished that they that had happened in every Predator movie. We got it in this one. Yeah. Like, suck it, haters. This yeah. is way better than people give it credit for. I feel like there should have been, well, to your point of not bringing up script rewrites, like the script rewrite about how Arnold was going to come out of the ship in the, in the, no, in Predators. Predators. And like basically hand him a trophy and say yeah. you won the universe. Yes. Like that's that's what we get with this one. That's what we the get. Predators are like we recognize how cool you are. So here's a cool staff, dude. We thought, what if they hand the weapon over? What if they do this? What All if they turn into a predator, in dude? One. They freaking tattooed her with the blood on her face. It's so the great. old gnarly predator that 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 ball sack one guy, whatever his name was. <laughs> That guy hated it. I loved it. Yeah. I completely disagree. I want to see a five o'clock shadow on the old guy. Yeah, that I was want to see awesome. the grizzled, his weird like whiskers. Yeah, and he dope. had he had a bunch of like tribal looking uh, markings on his tusks. Oh yeah, like engravings on yeah. his tusk. It was very cool. I, I don't. 
I would watch the whole movie even just for the last 20 minutes. It was that cool. And shout out again to uh, Ian White, who is the guy in yeah. the suit. When he's moving around, he looks so freaking tough, You man. got some of the best Predator oh, so shots of any Predator movie in this in this supposed trash. Yeah. It was awesome. He so, takes it off. You see him fight without his helmet. It's very good. I mean, he had bigger mandibles than any of the other Predators. I mean, he has big mandibles. Some big... Mandibles. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Look at the mandibles on that guy. The film has been accused by fans and critics, speaking of fans and critics, of playing favorites, as the xenomorphs in the film very easily overpower the Predators. And a single xenomorph kills two of three predators in the film, which is accurate. This may be attributed to Paul W.S. Anderson openly preferring the Alien franchise over the Predator films, gushing in interviews on the film about how he finally got to make an Alien film after he regrettably turned down Alien Resurrection from 1997. Ironically, the inverse would happen with the sequel, where the bias was in favor of the Predators. So we're going to see how that plays out. In the I next act, film. I, I, at the very beginning of the fights, a bunch of Predators get wasted. Mm-hmm. But then from there, that the Predator, once he got his gun back, he those guys did not have their special weapons. Yes. Once they got that, he wasted like four. So I, I actually don't think that that even happened. Yeah. I think that that's complete. I, yeah, the first fights, one, that first one that had the netting markings, the main, which was so cool. Dude. Very cool. Like that was, but that one wastes a bunch of predators. Yeah. But from then on out, the one predator left kills every other. I felt like if anything, the predators were looked at as a protagonist, and the I kind of agree. Aliens were an antagonist. Like I didn't get that from the film at all. Yeah, I, did, I yeah, I don't agree with that. That's why it's in puzzles. Yeah. So yeah, it's odd. I don't understand. And the predator uses his arm nuke. And blows up the rest of them. In Dude, the he kills pyramid. all the eggs. Yeah, I mean, he he literally you, he rips off the skull, the oh like exoskeleton of the alien, and makes a shield for the lady. What's her name? I feel like a jerk just saying the lady. Her real name? No, in the movie, even her real name is Sana Lathan. Sana Lathan. So Santa's character, who was way cooler too than I didn't like her at first. Maybe we'll call her Becky. Because I don't... Karen. <laughs> Karen. I don't know yeah, her name. When he hands Karen... <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't, was I didn't feel that way. I like I liked the protagonist. And they seem to always have really great female leads in these types of movies yeah. over the course of 10, 11 films. My last puzzle, and this is for you. Okay, I'm in. Yes. Is there a winner? Is there a definitive winner? Like, who wins? The lady. Is it the lady? Is it the predator? Is it the predators? Because all three predators die. It's the lady. She's literally the only one who was down there who's alive at the end. Okay. It has to be, right? Well, and then the predators lose out the their their freaking staple center. Like, it's <laughs> broken down. And, and they don't have their queen who's been in ice for 100 years. If, however many years if they yeah the, they're gonna have to go get another queen there are a ton of problems with sure. that but if they had ever lost they'd be overrun is this the first time that the predators lost 
Why one? Well, why did they make so many eggs? The reason why they lost is because we were there effing it up. Well, but we that, they have guns. to lure humans every time. That's uh, like the strategies. You lure humans in. You get them in that sacrificial room. Oh no, because it was the Mayans literally did it. They yeah, set it up. They were like they were chosen to be sacrificial, yeah. you know, shells for the for the eggs. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. This, again, at this level of the movie, I just don't care. True. You don't have to explain that to me. Here's another puzzle. The giant beam of light that oh, burrows on, a dude. hole into the entire core of the Antarctica to get to the pyramid. And these guys are standing around it. They're they, like outside. They, it would have gone 10 feet above their head. And they're like, how did that get there? Hey, hey, Bill, the back of your head is all on fire. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, that's weird. <laughs> It's like, it's like they were standing right there. They would yeah. be like, holy crap, did you guys see that giant yeah. light? <laughs> this setup was preposterous. And then when they get to the hole, they're like, what's this hole here? Yeah. It's so funny. It was that, ridiculous. That was a puzzle. But All right. This is my favorite part of the pod. I have exercised the demon. Popcorn redemption. Mm. This is where we... We've been gushing about this film for quite a bit, but this is where we get to talk about the stuff that we liked. I have a couple of trivia slash redemption, and then we can talk about anything else that we missed that we haven't already said that we liked. Yeah, cool. Paul W.S. Anderson rewarded hardcore Alien and Predator fans by scattering references to the individual franchises within his film. For instance, the opening shot of the movie appears to be a silhouette of the Alien Queen from Aliens, which was awesome. It was very noticeable you knew that's what was happening it was awesome before being completely revealed as a whaling company satellite mm-hmm. which is awesome. even more cool that was such a cool opening and then having bishop be whaling yes like yes so great and you could have tied him into you know his the company's like hey we're gonna honor him by patterning the android after his likeness yeah. like it's yeah. so it, it's there's so many cool things that he did all the lore it's just it, it it's it's very good yeah agreed agreed the lead predator which we've already talked about we love you ian white ran on the beach with rocks strapped to his vest to train for his role that's awesome because when he's running he's he's hefting i don't know how much his suit weighed but man he's it is the best action involving a predator of any of the entire franchise dude his jump looks so sick his running it looks like he weighs a hundred million fucking like a ton yes his his foot stomps down like he has so much girth yeah to all all of himself like so cool many girths ian white all right did you see a picture of him is he like a giant is he just a giant man He's huge, and he's and he's like seven feet tall. It's really weird for me to see people who are that big. Usually, they look like Rudy Gobert, who he's filling out. I get it. I love Rudy Gobert, but who are just really skinny. That dude is jacked. He looks like a different species. Oh, is he this thing? Whatever that guy is, and oh wow, he's the he's he, the frost giant. He's the frost giant. He's the frost giant from Game of Thrones. Yeah, dude. No wonder, dude. He's awesome. He is awesome. Ian White, the awesomeness. Yeah, that's legit. That's really cool. 
All right. About 13 plus minutes into the film, Lance Henriksen Bishop sits in front of his compact computer (laughs) with a pen, tapping it in between his fingers on his splayed open left hand. This is reminiscent of Bishop in the movie Aliens when Bishop performed the knife trick on Bill Paxton's hand in the mess hall. So cool. The so cool. Very cool, small, subtle tie-in that I just I just really loved. Yep. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about, and this is the last redemption that I have, is the wrist blades are awesome. They're so cool. I love that they're longer. I love that they go and re- they can flick back and reverse. Uh-huh. I love his cannon i love the sound effects that it makes it's the, the coolest shoulder shoulder weapon of yeah. all of the predator movies the blue like orby thing and the light yep. traveling through the hall it was a different sound effect i think yeah i i believe it is it was cool but man the, everything about you know the last fight scene when he's hucking the tron bl- the spear <laughs> frisbee Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> the blade disc blade It has like thing. five or seven or whatever blades. The I don't know how he caught that. <laughs> the cr- yeah, <laughs> I don't know the- how he kept catching it. It was like a boomerang that will cut your hand off. But I mean, he's trained to throw it. <laughs> he's able to throw it and come back to him. Yeah, true. Maybe it's like digitally or biologically no. touching his no. skins and he know- and it can come back to it's him. It's like one of those things that cuts a cast Biometric. Off. So to like cut the cast, but not oh, the yeah. skin. Like the the hot dog thing when <laughs> yeah, they put dude. a hot dog in a yes. in one of those table saws and it just stops. Uh-huh. It's it's that. That's okay, cool. That makes sense. So I mean that's that's it, man. I just really like this movie and I think it just makes me feel it makes me feel giddy. I don't like using that word very often, but it's fun. It's that's like exact a, this is giddy is the perfect word. I don't we don't have any real good reasons. No. We just loved it. To me, the main redeeming part is the interaction between the main protagonist, Lady, Mm -hmm. and the Predator. I've wanted to see that every... Go listen to other podcasts. I talk about it all the time. Them becoming friends and their interaction is makes this whole movie worth watching. Yeah. It's, It's the coolest shit you'll ever see. I just don't care about the rest. Within this universe. Yes. Which is uh, the best reason why to why to watch it. They like both save each other multiple times. He makes her that fucking shield out of the exoskeleton. <laughs> it's so the spear he wraps the spear with the tail of the xenomorph. It's it's like we're watching it and all of a sudden he's cutting this. Even watching him, oh my gosh, uh, yeah. What is it called? Where you do that, you feel like field dresses it. Yes, and you can hear that. And then he cutting it, peel, and then he shows her like, yeah. look, this is why I'm doing this. Yeah, here's the blood. It doesn't hurt this, yes. but it, over here, it's melting it. So his you, his makeshift sign language where they're in there, and he like starts programming the thing, and he like points at him, and then makes an X, makes a <laughs> so, so cool. Who? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, this is not a, a golden bucket, but it's very awesome. I would say as far as dessertish dessert type movies, mm-hmm. any th- the first and second parts of a franchise, I have high expectations. If you fuck it up, I'll roast you. I, you. You should do better. Most of them are not good. Once it gets to this part of the franchise, this is exactly what I want. I, th- I would say this is exactly the, a golden bucket for this style of movie. Yeah, it's it, it's an it, it can get an honorary golden bucket. I think of of 
all of these movies that we've watched, 11, other than the fr- one and two of Alien and, well, only Predator, actually, I think this is my favorite. I think this might be my fourth favorite movie of the entire series. What What's the one, two, and three, then? I would go Alien, Aliens, Predator, this. I mean, that's bold. Fuck Prometheus, man. Those movies, <laughs> again... They should have lived up. I'm holding them to a much higher standard, and them being not living up to that is unforgivable. It's it's dumb. Yeah, I think I would slip in Predators, the third Predator, right around this one because I really liked that. I one. really liked it too. I'd say it's pretty close. Yeah, but dude, out of what four or five out of twelve out movies, of twelve well, movies. I mean, we're getting to that point where we're gonna have to talk about the last one, and I. I, I don't. I've only seen it once, and I don't have great memories of it. So <laughs> I think I've seen it, and I don't have any memories of it. So that's not good. Well, get ready, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? This will see if I'm consistent. Because if this is shitty, I'll I'll say okay. But this had plenty to redeem it. All these fans, man, you're not fans, dude. You're just elitist, snobby fucks. <laughs> I'm so mad at them. Well, Sorry. with Sorry. that, hit us up yeah. on the Twitters or the Instas if you want to interact with the great Popcorn Priest at Popcorn Priest and Dr. Dare. Yeah, man. I feel like yours yours is not Dr. Dare. You should create a Dr. Dare Instagram. I should. It, mine's at, at Seth Dare. At Seth Dare. All my social media is first and last name. I'm not someone anonymous pussy. <laughs> Like me. Yeah, like <laughs> like a popcorn priest. No. Well, drop us a line and say hi. If you've enjoyed this or any of our other previous episodes, please subscribe so you can get notifications on our newest episodes. I love movies. And would love it if you'd share the love. Share this with the movie lover in your life. Do it. Another way to support the show is by throwing a few shekels at the priest. Visit patreon.com forward slash popcorn priest and see what extra perks dude he has one that's a dollar a month just do it you don't need that dollar hey if you if you don't want to give me money go review this on spotify and apple Podcasts. yeah help us just give us a five star it's it'll help more chris really works hard more than the the strenuous finger pointing that you're gonna have to do to hit the five star and hit enter just you don't even have to write a review just hit give us a five star yeah yeah. So there. As always, thanks for listening and thanks to my guest, Dr. Dare. Always a pleasure. Thanks for letting me on, man. Join us next week for I'm so the, sad it's over, man. No. The second round title bout of Alien versus Predator Colon Requiem. So far it's a tie. So far it's kind of a tie. I don't I think we need to find a definitive winner because the lady won. Yes. She won. Everyone else was dead. Human females win. Predator. Yeah. Alien versus Predator. Betty White was right. You heard it here. Betty White. (laughs) R.I.P. A.V.P. When you watch... (laughs) Remember, when you watch movies, you can pop off, pop in, or pop out. But always bring the popcorn. We'll see you guys next week.